Welcome to Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. What up, what up, what up? Hey, Wells. I'm here. How you now? Still here. Wells. Wells. So, what's been going on since we hit record five minutes ago? Still, still doing Charlotte Craft Beer Week stuff, apparently. Uh, do you want to hit over yeah, yeah, for research for, again? Friendly reminder, um, we talked about it last show. We'll talk about it again. Uh, Roasting for Research is coming up this Saturday, November 4th, at Divine Barrel. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Tickets to get food, uh, all the tendies and fried fish and fried shrimp and french fries and roasted oysters that you can manage. Come get some. Support childhood cancer research. Which is very important. We should. Yep. We absolutely should. It's Um, quite very confused by that beer too anyways um yes uh jeff will definitely be there wells sometimes goes i don't leave the house i'm a monster so i do bid on those are those are not mutually exclusive right i do bid on the online auctions i just never seem to win them but i do bid on those at least what i find that from from my experience at whales for wishes the move is you've got to find somebody that you're going to pool tickets with right that way you know and then when you win, you're pissed because you did it. Yeah. Yeah, like I've always like most of the time the thing that I bid on, just because I'm the NFL nerd, like their box seats that they sell to Panthers games, like especially because, you know, most of the time Panthers aren't all that great anyway. And yeah. they're especially not this year. Uh, most people don't bid on them. So my chance of winning, I feel like, is higher and I mean that to sit in a box seat for a fucking NFL game, like that's that's a dream. Even it's if it is cool. the Panthers, yeah. Even if it is the Panthers, like I don't care. That's like a dream of mine to, you know, sit in a luxury box and watch a football game and dudes running around like, oh, and all the food and booze you could drink. Yes, please sign me up. I am here for it. Wells, yeah. You asked us off mic if Jeff. Or I have ever been to, and you even put it in the show title, we'd ever been to Pike Brewing. Yeah. I have not. Jeff didn't go. I, I was I was at Pike Place Market some years ago and Yeah, didn't didn't go. But Jeff and I are very familiar with this brewery because of our early days at Total Wine. Yeah. Pike Brewing was everywhere in, in Total Wine. Like yeah. yeah. This is one of those like they distribute it in North Carolina kind of thing. Like, it's only available at Total Wine. Wine. Okay. I, I, I was curious about that because, yeah, I never did see them anywhere else. But, I mean, it was always like, oh, hey, this is a, a, a Seattle brewery. And, you know, Washington's got a craft beer scene. This place has got to be cool. And I mean, it's not like there's Seattle brewery. And then there's like, oh, the Pike Street, like, fish market. It right. is like a, a within a block of there. All right. It so- is Right there. So you have physically been. I have physically been in, yeah. Okay. Uh, so what's happening with Pike? They're closing their original tap room. Why? I mean, probably real estate. They've kind of sourced their production largely out of that facility and into okay. another cheaper non-whatever Non-Pike place facility? Yeah. Sorry, I'm reading all about something else. No, no, no. You're good. Um, yeah, they're, they're, sorry, I'm working on pulling this article up. They're moving out of downtown Seattle. They've been there since 1989. And honestly, when I walked in the place, it, it gave me. Are the heebie-jeebies? Well, it, it made me think of so many other breweries that I had been to from like 
the 1989 to 1994 aesthetic. Uh-huh. As in, they haven't really changed a whole lot, if if anything. Um, and I just immediately felt like at home, and it was really like poorly lit, and we were just in there like early afternoon. They had a blonde and like a Belgian blonde. And also a a ripping American barley wine. And I mean, I spent two hours in there and it was just like, oh, they had a black IPA. They had, and this is, you know, within the last 10 years. Yeah, I was going to say, how in the world? That checks out though. If it was 10 years ago, everything that we're mentioning was about what it would have probably been 10 years ago. Yep, 100%. So, um, I was wrong. It's not closing entirely. The tap room is closing. Okay. Production will still be outsourced to this new neighborhood. What's the name of the neighborhood? Uh, so when you say outsource, you, you don't mean they're not making their own stuff. They're just moving it to a different location, or are they literally outsourcing it to a different brewery? They've, they're outsourcing it to the Soto neighborhood, Okay, which I'm guessing stands for south of downtown. Uh-huh. Big guess. Uh, if you Soto live in Seattle, Sopa? if you live in Seattle, and Soto does not mean South of Downtown, I apologize. Is it um, Soda Sopa? Sh- I, I don't think. It's, I guess it would be Soto South of Downtown. This is Seattle. super awesome, okay. you guys. Thank you. Cool. South um, Park's funny. Come on. So the good news is the tap room's still going to be there. I completely fudged that part, um, which is cool. If if you haven't been, honestly, you should go. I. Should you though? Well, should you? That was 10 years ago. That was 10 years ago, and it's probably the exact same. Because when I went there like 10 years ago, it reminded me of a spot 10 years before that. I mean, I I will say this as, you know, somebody that did a lot of of pub hopping in London, there is a little bit of charm to it, kind of feeling old school and and not like a corporate office park that all the breweries, new breweries now feel like. There is something kind of fun about it not feeling that way and kind of being a unique space. So that's a plus. Um, again, though, I, I, I can't even tell you the last time I had one of their beers. It, well, number one, I can't tell you the last time I set foot in a Total Wine. It's I mean, probably I, been four years. And I feel like for years. Pike, we kind of had this. It's kind of gross that they're sending stuff from the other side of the country. We can't get local stuff. In a lot of cases, and yet we're dealing with this Pike beer. Like, it's... Yeah. Well, and it, it also, too, was kind of by choice, right? Because we didn't know any better back then. Like... Yep. Oh, it's a brewery-exclusive kind of promotion, and, you know, Total Wine being Total Wine, they're going to try to market that or get creative with their angle on how they sell that beer to you. But So that was my first exposure to them. Yeah. Was... Only on Total Wine. I'll tell you, the last time I had Pike Brewing was at the Pike Brewery. Ten years ago. Ten years ago. Okay. But it was good, and it was fun, and I had a good time. And if I went back to Seattle, I would go back. Okay. So, honestly, cool. I get a chance to go back if I'm in Seattle again. God, that's a... I just had a morbid idea. What was that? We should specifically take him. Take me. To Total Wine. No, I, I just want to hear the bitching and, I, and, and the I'm moaning. I'm pretty sure I'm banned, and the, and the complaining <laughs> that he's going to do. I mean, if I like, I would say that I'd be into that idea if I enjoyed going to Total Wine, but I don't. Right? It's so much like a bunch of. It's like eighty percent crap I don't care about, 
and I'm hunting for like the one thing that might actually be worthwhile. Like maybe in stock, hopefully, fingers yeah, crossed. Like, like typically my move was I would go in and be like, well, I don't know when the Firestone anniversaries come out, but like right. I'll get this year's because there's always sitting on the shelf. The last couple times I've gone, it's not been there. It's kind of made me angry. But otherwise, it's like, oh, look, hey, they got one claw. It's six months old. Mm. You know, mm. like just, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Wells, what's going on with Creature Comforts? This article was wild. Creature Comforts, uh, it's a Georgia-based, Athens, Georgia-based brewery. We've yes, it is. talked about them a number of times on the show. I was very disappointed that COVID cut my, sh- my trip short because I was 1,000% going to Creature Comforts because I was going to be in the area 30 minutes outside of Athens. And then next thing I know, my boss says, go home. And we shut down. Huh. I was like super pumped to go, ready, like, let's do this. And yeah, anyways, so what's going on? Creature Comforts, they're getting ready to open up their second tap room in Los Angeles. What? Yes. What? In what? Los Angeles. So they're going to be opening up. I mean, at least it's not a... just like, hey, let's go to Charlotte like everyone else does. Oh, sure. Right. But they're going to be opening be up okay. a, a satellite uh, brew pub, brewery. Like, there will be a production facility. In in Los Angeles, what and the fuck? Yeah, so apparently, is is Chris Hemsworth backing this? Like, is the MCU backing? I'm so confused. Why LA of all places? Well, I mean, you're you're kind of close. It's because of Joe Russo. He okay. was such a big fan of them, and kind of when they were in Georgia filming all uh-huh. the Marvel movies and everything, and made in so made in, in Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, so apparently there's enough demand for Creature Comforts now because of all the Marvel movies and Joe Russo and everything that they're opening up second tap room in Los Angeles. That's fucking mind blowing. But also, to be honest. like, I mean, you know, LA has probably some beer, but it's not a place you think of. Oh no, no, no it's not. So you know, good for them to get some more options, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, you know, like Jeff, you jokingly said, "Come to Charlotte." I would be fucking. Tickled pink if we got a creature comforts here in Charlotte. So I'm kind of upset that they chose LA. But so this is a this is not a small operation. It's a three thousand square foot tap room. Wow. Ten thousand square foot production facility. Chris does not deserve these nice things. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Why not? Because he's an asshole. And his band sucks. He's not listening. I know he's not. But you're not going to hurt him. I know. He I, well, I heard him enough. Opinion. I heard him enough. Sure you don't. He can't hear you from the stage at the Fillmore. <laughs> oh God! No. I, it is an interesting choice, and you know, again, crazy that really, in essence, this is because of the MCU. Like, I mean, I remember geeking out watching some of these movies and seeing Creature Comfort cans and yeah, going. What are you doing? This is so fucking cool. Why is he drinking? Oh, he's drinking Athena. Okay, that kind of tracks. Right. Like, I'm not bad about this. Like, I would have thought he'd pick some, like, a different beer, but, like, the name, like, yeah. It's like, when Mom? I was in Georgia last week, two weeks ago, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw six packs of Transmigrations of Souls. And I got very excited. And then I looked at them. At the they, date. And they were so old. I was about to say. My heart sank. I was just like, maybe this was like the last runs. Yeah. Please. Nope. Nope. Uh, That's a bummer. I mean, again, good on them. That's cool. That's amazing. It's just crazy that they chose LA. And it doesn't sound like this is a small operation from what Wells is saying. So, 
Well, it's a good thing they got their union issues figured out. <laughs> yeah, they're unionizing. All right, why do we care about Burns Family oh, because Artisan Ales? Family. Because I've had I, Burns I, Family. I, I know. We um, had the Burns Family. I know. I've I've had it. We've had it. We've all had it. you not like them? Are you a Boo Earns kind of guy? I am. All Boo. Right. I was saying Boo Earns. So um, Burns Family Art, Artisan Ales is getting ready to uh, open a second location in Denver. I went to the original Burns Family location when I was in Denver about two months ago and was absolutely floored. I thought the space was okay. It was way out of the way in terms of like other things in the Denver area. But the beer that I had when I was there, if, if we didn't have like brunch plans afterwards i could have spent the rest of the damn day there i mean amazing dude you literally brought back a gin barrel aged imperial stout well and and not only that but like you at least from the way that we had talked previously you didn't really plan on bringing anything back and you liked it enough to yep you know go through the effort to to haul one back so i loved them and had a chance to talk to both the owners we were just there early enough the day that it wasn't busy enough that we, you know, felt like we could. Super friendly folks, and it's it's like based off of just a, an hour or so's interaction with some folks. I'm like, man, I can't wait to see you succeed in everything you do. So, Burns family, absolutely killing it in Denver. Love to see them uh, expanding into a second location out there. Nice. And uh, we'll be talking about Burns Family one more time at the end of the year when I dust off my year in review beer. I'm just calling it right now. Top 10, baby. Fair enough. All right, Guinness. Guinness. What, God, what? we have been talking about Guinness a whole lot on it this show lately. feels like it. So over the course of the last few years, uh, dear listener, I'm sure you're familiar with Guinness being an uh, Irish brewery that recently, within the last few years, set up a, uh, a Baltimore production facility and kind of brought a lot of production uh, to Baltimore. Stateside, yeah. Uh, For the first started, time ever. Yeah. Started uh, at the same time they announced their Chicago facility while finishing up the final touches in Baltimore. Uh, then as Chicago was about to come online, they're like, yeah, by the way, we're selling the Baltimore facility, closing down every single thing that we have and we're going to be focusing on uh, Chicago instead. Well, now it turns out they don't own the property that the Chicago based brewery is located in. And that brewery, that property is now for sale or, and hear me out conspiracy theory there. They move to this location. They start spotting it, you know, getting in there, looking at all over They're on Kinsey street and they look over and they're like, Holy shit. Is that revolution? Is that good God? That's revolution's music. Good like, God, that's revolution music. Thundertaker comes in and just like bashes them over the head, and they're like, "Yeah, okay, this was a bad choice, you guys." Well, but again, they're uh, all right. So, Wells, clear this up. They, as in Guinness, are not selling anything. That's Their correct. Property got sold. The the or is for sale. Sale. Okay. The developer that owns the property that. Guinness has a 10-year lease on, has put the sucker up for sale, what, $20 million? And I'm just sitting here thinking Guinness, Diageo, whatever, can afford 
oh, yeah. to like buy their building outright. But I just think it's really funny to go from, you know, they bought property in Maryland and then, then they started opening a different facility and then like sold the other one off. But now it's, it's just like, can they not get the real estate house in order? Hey, Guinness, what's wrong? You okay? Who hurt you? What's, what's, By the way, um, you all right? I can't read the tiny text. Is that the developer in this picture? Because he just got has a punchable face. Latsko's Fred Lasko. Latsko. I would. It, yes. Boy, how? When's the last time you saw somebody with a turtleneck on? Unironically, up to his ear, no less. That yeah. is really impressive. He's just got a punchable face, and he, he, he kind of looks like he's maybe got like a little bit of mullet going on. So, but except the turtleneck kind of like tucks under the mullet. Oh yeah. Oh, it'll, well, that makes me uncomfortable. Now I hate him even more. Yeah, I've I have not seen a punchable face in a while. Imagine that a more, man right there. Imagine a more smarmy Timothy Oliphant. Right here, I'm just <sighs> gonna zip up my. And Pants, my, thank you. Yeah, We've no. all been waiting for you to do that. All right, Wells, what's going on in Asheville? All right, so I, I legitimately about had a heart attack when I read this for the first time. Okay. So there's Asheville Pizza and Brewing Company. And then they, there's... They made the Ninja Bread Porter, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Ninja Porter, but the Ninja Bread Porter's there. Oh, Whatever. God. Speaking about flashbacks. Yeah. Holy shit. That's them. It is them. So their Asheville Brewing Company has a downtown Asheville South Slope location. And then there's the Asheville Pizza and Brewing Company, which they're related, but it's a little bit off the beaten path. And that, that one's got a movie theater over there. Okay. So gotcha. that one is for sale. Okay. Which is a little like at the same time, I'm sitting here like, have I really not made it over to the... Asheville Pizza and Brewing Company, like that location, like whoops, I guess I better remedy that real quick before it sells. But the I about had a heart attack because I cannot tell you how many times I've been saved by the pizza at Asheville Brewing Company, like South Slope, especially like having Rabbit Rabbit next door, which is a music venue. Um, Josh, you've been to concerts before; you're familiar with the concept of a music venue. What? Yeah. What's a concert? Um, music? People outside. Um, but not in this four walls leave but, house. But there <laughs> is just like their pizza absolutely slaps. I think you know if our wells would be excited about pizza at a brewery. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that says a lot. Oh yeah. But these guys have been up there for twenty five years at this location now, and I'm just sitting here like I need to get to Asheville. I mean, I'll be in Asheville in like two more weeks, so I just need to like make sure I swing over there for a little bite to eat while I still can. Like. I, I'll have to see if I, I... I think I still have my Draft Punk shirt. Okay. Uh, oh, if I do. yeah. Yeah. That's such a good one. It, it really was. Uh, if I do, I'm probably too chubby for it now, so I'll give it to you. <laughs> probably? I just, <laughs> yeah. I just love um, Asheville Brewing Company. I... I... Like, just... Like, so-and-so's up for sale. I'm like, oh, please, not them. Not them. So, it's just their... Uh, their second location, and, and that's fine. I guess. Yeah. I, I whatever. It so many times these breweries close and we kind of like Well, and some like some of the old guard breweries. But like case. off mic, we do the we weren't buying them anyway. Well, maybe but, we're part of the problem, but like sometimes it's because you don't adapt. I don't well, know if that's the case here. Not only that, but at least in my spots that I go to, 
I can't tell you the last time I've seen anything from Asheville Brewing. Well, in I mean, like it's like Wedge. Oh, it's you been can, years. I mean, like you know, they there was a time where Asheville Brewing Company uh, dabbled with distribution down here, and then they pulled back. And again, like Wedge, like you can't. Their Wedge was here for like I feel like maybe three heartbeats, and then they were gone. Yeah, you know, I it's sometimes there's something about like you have to come here to get us. Yeah, and I Which, can appreciate that. Yeah, Zillacoa, same way. Yeah, and, and Wedge has two Asheville locations. I've been to both of them, and they do a pretty good job of packing it out and keeping it. You know, they are destination spots to me. I, I enjoy going to Wedge. Be. Yes, especially in a crowded town like Asheville, you need something to set yourself apart and making yourself a. You need to come here if you want our beer. I can kind of respect that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that having an X Factor like a secondhand movie theater would be enough of a draw, but apparently it's not for them to. I don't know, man. I mean, unless they're just like showing, you know, Oppenheimer, Barbie, and the Eras tour, you know, like. <laughs> Are they even, making any money? Yeah, like, does anybody even go to. Like, I, it feels like that Parks and Rec episode where, you know, they're like, can oh. we do something like Fighting Nemo? And he's like, oh, we've got a sad movie. <laughs> right. So it's the Barbenheimeras movie, and it lasts 12 hours. Oh, God. Or what's the, what's the new DiCaprio Scorsese movie? Yeah, That's the. Apparently, like, four hours or some yeah, shit. Yeah, we're getting. It's getting too much. Yeah, I, I was ridiculously excited to see uh, Sturgill Simpson on the big screen. And once I saw that three and a half hour runtime, I'm like, I will be watching the new Scorsese at home. And you're going to make him sad because he's an auteur. And you shouldn't watch those on a small TV, Wells. And you I, need to watch them in a movie And I'm theater. an autist, so we'll be watching it at home. <laughs> Fair and enough. I like to all piss, so I'm going to stay where I got close proximity to the bathroom you can just get a she we good <laughs> stadium buddy for the win yeah and also or be like everybody else and just pee on the floor yeah I mean, it all rolls downhill anyway. right exactly I, I really don't see the problem in peeing within a movie theater because it's like just sit at the back and like let it just really, all float you're rinsing the, the sticky off the floor right exactly Ooh, you're helping it all right Ooh, jeff wee. Yeah. That, that last article. Okay, so... Uh, did, did you want to do play a game? Because no, no, I have no, not no, looked no. at it. No, no. Okay. We, we don't have to. So, so right. um, uh, Max, in, in my, one of my Canadian friends, you what's, betcha. What's that, about, eh? Yeah, right? Uh, he was like, oh, hey, Hoser, got a story for you. And I'm like, a story? I'm like, yeah. Um, so, we, we do a lot of Kickstarter laughs on this show. And so help me. I, I, I looked over this one. I'm like, I don't hate this. I don't. So okay. please tell me why you don't. So, um, so, so this is the hybrid pint glass. It has the standard like metal vacuum insulated base, like you would have with like a Yeti or or. If you're like me, you've got a, especially with the pool. I've got a couple of different sizes of can holders, which are nice. And then I've actually got some like regular cups that are vacuum insulated. But I will tell you, I hate drinking out of cans and I don't like drinking out of metal cups when it comes to beer. This actually has like a glass insert that goes into the vacuum insulated piece. Now, if you want to take the glass portion and put it in your freezer because you feel like you got to have that frosted glass, like be a monster and do it. Yeah, I'm fuck not, right off with like, that. Like that. That's not for me. I'm not going to do it. But if you want to do it, you go ahead. But 
you know, it has a lot of the kitschy kind of like Kickstarter bullshit. Like, oh, it's got a, a bottle opener in the base. Like, okay, nobody nobody needed that, but whatever. Who needs that? Like, I'm looking at the table going, what's a bottle? <laughs> yeah. What's a bottle? But I like, I like, I actually didn't hate this because, again, it's it's like, it's like a glass that has like a little sleeve that will help keep it cool. Right. You know, like I'm not going to buy it. It's $44 for one of these things. Okay. But I just thought like just, compared to most of the other Kickstarter BS we have on here. Oh, yeah, this was like the least offensive one I think we've seen. It is, but here's why I hate it. Okay. What fucking problem does this solve? Well, this okay. problem has been solved already with koozies, no. with metal koozies, no. with Yeti koozies. No. It's been solved. You, you, like, I know there's a lot of time you don't listen to me, but I know you said you don't like drinking out of cans. Yeah, I don't like drinking out of cans. I don't like drinking out of metal cups when it comes to my beer. Give me a glass. Why? This, you have a pool, but I have a, I've glass, and I also like pint glasses at the house, and I also have a, a koozie for those pint can or pint glasses, whatever. Right. So again. What what problem is this really solving? Number one, number two, like cans don't bother me in the least. So like, and I know they bother you. You're a special snowflake. Correct. I can just buy a fucking Yeti sixteen ounce koozie, lock that bitch into my can. Problem solved. Don't need this. And the thing that really just infuriated me beyond anything was the fucking bottle opener at the bottom of this thing. Yeah, that, it's that one. God damn, twenty twenty three. So again, I look at this and I'm like, there. To I, I don't disagree wholeheartedly with your point. This is solving problems that don't exist or have already been solved in other the applications. Bottle, the bottle opener at the bottom frustrates me. The let's you can buy extra glass inserts and put them in your freezer. I'm like, don't do that, man. Just, yeah, just, just don't. Just don't. Well, and and I will admit. So I did see this Kickstarter too because it'd been a while and news had been kind of slow. And so one weekend, I'm like perusing Kickstarter, and I saw this pop up. And before I read that it was glass, those things look plastic to me. The cups, the inserts, they look plastic. And I was already like out until I read it was glass, because if it was plastic, fuck that. Now, I bet that this built-in bottle opener does solve a problem that the design of this would have had otherwise. And you've got a glass insert and a metal... That, that might have been frozen before right. if you're using this to drop it in this metal sleeve. Mm-hmm. It could get vapor locked or thermal locked. Okay. So having that hole at the bottom, it's going to be easier to get that insert like mm. in and out for cleaning purposes. Okay. So that's probably why it's there. I, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I don't know if you really need a bottle opener on something like this, but I, I think there's, I can see a functional purpose for it. All right. I hate you both for even halfway in. Uh, in oh, I don't. This. I don't. I this won't come within, like, won't enter my house. If you, I have, you mean you would be upset if I bought this as a stocking stuffer for your Christmas, <sighs> or for your holiday celebration? Sorry, you wouldn't like that, Wells. I'm good. Okay. I like even as a joke. Are you willing to spend forty four dollars as no. a joke? I am not, actually, at all. I buy you guys birthday gifts because, you you know, I, I get it in return. 
This, no. I am not spending fucking $44 is a laugh. Oh, and that's like... I can buy a Yeti fucking cooler for like... This is a $55 MSRP. Fuck off. I can buy the little Yeti thing for like 20, 25 bucks. Yeah. $44. You can fuck off with this. I know. It felt really weird. It really did. And also, too, I mean, let's face it, because I did remember mentioning to you specifically... In one of our D&D games, I'm like, you do know that they make a 16-ounce Yeti, like, little walkable koozie, and your point, pretty fucking valid if you ask me, is I'm not drinking a beer that long that it needs to stay that cold that long. Yeah, if I can't knock out a 16-ounce beer and I need it to stay cold for five hours, what am I doing? No, no right? but, well, not for Yeti prices, right? But you get the, like, knockoff Walmart version of it. They are actually really handy when you're outside, Yes. Because sometimes you're not just shotgunning 16-ounce beers. No. You freaking monsters. Well, I mean, I don't also go outside because I don't have a pool. So oh, chug it. You also don't go outside. Full I, stop. Full stop. No, there's no response to that. You just don't go outside. I do to take the dogs out. Uh, Does that count? You open the door. Yeah. Almost no, no, the I, same. I go outside with them yep. for five minutes yep. at a time. There we go. Uh, uh, all right, are we ready for break? Oh, yeah. We'll be back in 30. It's time for Buy Don't Buy. I'll explain how it works. It's pretty simple. We've been drinking beer throughout the show, and we give it a simple one or a zero. Sometimes we like it. Sometimes we don't. Most of our beer is either bought by us or donated. If you ever want to donate a beer, hit us up, contact, or hate mail at craftbeercast.com. We'll work out something. Jeff, first beer up. First beer up. Uh, another beer from Rich uh, when he was in St. George. He, I think he kind of bought one of everything. So we'll be having their beer, uh, the beer from Silvery for a while, I think, on the show. Because um, we just have so much beer to get through sometimes. Yeah, we, I mean, like, we, we kind of have a glut right now yeah, of beer. Like sometimes it's like, oh gosh, guys, do I need to stop off and get something? Right. And, like, and then like, right now I'm like, okay, we've got enough beer for like eight shows. Yeah, can everybody stop bringing beer on the show, please? No, no, because when good <laughs> no. stuff, when, when good beer's around, we have it on the show. Oh, yeah, we, but I know. A lot I, of, I was joking. A lot of this stuff that's kind of in the backlog is all things that can sit a little bit longer. Right. So we've had a lot of hoppy beer because I want to get through that before the fresh hop stuff shows up again. Yes. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, uh, again, thanks, Rich, for sending the Silver Reef Agua del Diablo Mexican-style lager. Um, that said, um, I feel like this has been my summer of Mexican lagers. I've had a ton of them in my fridge. I've consumed a ton of them. This one is, is subpar for me. Um, it just... It's a little heavier than I would want from a Mexican style lager. It just wasn't wasn't very good. So uh, I would not buy this if I was at Silver Reef. I would buy that uh, milk stout we had a couple shows ago. Agreed. Wells. Yep. Uh, okay, Josh. <laughs> I'm good. Josh. 
What is this? What is what happened? I don't even know. It's um no, it's a no for me, dog. Next beer up. Next beer up, uh Dissolvers. The hustle is grotesque. A West Coast style India pale ale. Looks like a collaboration with Forgotten Road Ales and Casita. Um blah 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 blah. Where did that go? I lost it. Columbus Citra Mosaic My Copper. Amarillo in Centennial. It's fine. I I don't. Um, I saw like again was was um, saw this in the fridge, the uh, beer hall. I'm like, oh cool, dissolver. I'll I'll grab some of these and it's fine. It's fine. I just don't I don't love it. It's quite like earthy. Wells. Wells, what do you think? Earthy. No, that that's right. It's it's earthy. Um who all is in this? Cause this is Dissolver and Ancillary Ancillary and Vicious Fishes and oh, Okay, so there, cause there's only like a couple oh, of them. Dude, over yeah, here. there are Casita and yeah, there's like So is this one of those like it's not the sum of the parts kind of deals? Yeah, this is definitely not a... Sometimes some, a collab is a This is a, too many cooks in the kitchen uh, with this one for sure. Uh, it's a no-buy. Josh. Too many cooks, too many cooks, too many cooks, too many cooks. Are you going to be cooks. doing that for 11 minutes? No, but you this should, is... should, because this would be better than that. Th- yeah, this is, this is just a mess. I don't know what's going on here. I'm so confused, and it's confused, and it's a no-buy. Wells, can you do me a favor and I do sure the same can. thing? Because, wow. Next beer up. Next beer up from Hopfly. This is Beer Revolution. Um, with Ooh, Bar Hopfly. Rouge, Strata, and Galaxy Hops. Double dry hopped. Nice. Yeah. I uh, saw this and I'm just like, oh. It says I love great beer. And Scott loves great beer. And I need to send him some great beer. So I'm, I'll buy one of these and hopefully it'll be great beer. Gracias. It's, it's I, I wouldn't go, I mean, like, it's great that the little... Whatever this is on here is saying, I love great beer. I don't know that I would call this great beer. It is good beer. So um, I would buy it if I was at the tap room. I'm not buying any more cans of it, though. Wells? Uh, it's okay. It's got a, a weird kind of peanut buttery thing going on to it that I, I look, I, I'm just tasting what I'm tasting. Um, it's all right. Uh, I don't hate it. I don't love it, but. Would you buy it? Sure. Okay. Josh. What are you going to do with it? I'm going to do a little happy dance and go like, maybe I need to go back to Hopfly again because uh, I haven't been in a while. I haven't been since Jeff and I went and I should go back. Cause you don't remember most of that trip. Damn, that's good. That's real, real good. Absolute buy. Next okay. beer up. Uh, next beer up. Um, was that the buzz and Grant uh, donated a can to us? Because he had gotten a big shipment of Trillium in. And so this is Citra Cutting Tiles from Trillium. Double IPA with raw wildflower honey. Um, it is a perfectly fine hazy IPA. That I feel like stands up to all the other hazy IPAs. Not all of them, but a lot of the other hazy IPAs that are on the shelf right now. Which is to say... I don't see that Trillium has improved their product. 
Uh, we were at Whales for Wishes, and I got a hold of a couple tastes of Treehouse. And Treehouse still stands out to me. Trillium. Yeah, that is your like bar, so yeah. to speak. And in, in, in Trillium, I just I kind of feel like their stuff is just everybody else has caught up to them, and they haven't done anything more. Um, especially because this still commands a premium because it's a hype brewery. I'm a no buy on this. It's a fine beer, and I appreciate the donation. I just, um, I, I, I can't, I can't buy these. They're too expensive. Give me more of the Constellation price, please, and thank you. I'd really enjoy this. It's a easy drinking, eight and a half percent. It does command a premium price, but blame the distributor for that because, from what I've heard, they're taking thirty percent. But even then, it's. I remember when Chris was in Boston and picked up. Remember when he went to Trillium? Yeah. And it wasn't any cheaper then. Yeah, that's true. But it's good enough. There's nothing wrong with it, uh, except the price, I guess. But uh, I'll buy it. I'd still buy it. Josh, what are your thoughts? As somebody that absolutely despises honey in all of its forms. How it works in this beer is beyond me because I don't I don't get any of the honey. Well, see how it works is the honey is a sugar and then the yeast attacks the honey. No, really? I know that smart ass. You said you didn't know, so I was trying to tell you. But I mean there's there's so many stouts that have honey. Well, there's one stout in particular that has honey that I absolutely fucking hate. One of the worst things on the face of the planet to me because all I get is honey out of it. I'm not a mead fan other than the one mead that I have in that keezer because mead made out of honey. I don't like honey. This is not offensive in any way, shape, or form, but Jeff, I'm right there with you on this is meh at best. Like I'd rather have that other half stuff that I got than this. Like I feel like that is above beyond Trillium at this point. To me at least, in my own opinion. So I'm gonna know by it. Uh final beer up. Final beer up while I was at the garage in Hotlanta or Mildlanta. Chilanta. Chilanta. Um, I'd actually seen this on their website. I got really excited about it. And I was hoping to get to the local chapter of Monday Night Brewing and just, you know, it's not convenient for me. I just never made it out there. But um, we've had Juice Raptor. We've had um, Death Raptor. Yep. And they came out with an Imperial version called Royal Raptor. Wells is going to be okay over there. You know, it's a... It's the honey, man. It's it's a nice, mild 9%, you know, IPA that just... I I, I enjoy this beer so much. I, I had a pour while I was at the garage. And again, immediately had to run and get a six-pack to bring home. I, I very much appreciate this beer. I'm a big buy. Wells? Holy cow, it's a cold day in hell that Jeff and I, I mean, agree on the easy since, IPA. Since when? I don't know. Well, whatever. Jeff, you're 100% spot on. This beer is delicious. I've had it a number of times at the local. Uh, I guess that's different because Monday night for me is on my way home. Like, that's a. I don't hate you, but like. But I do. I'm having some feelings right now. I'm gotcha. trying to figure them out. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I guess my commute, I have to drive past like 10 different breweries. It sucks. Uh, sucks but, to be you. But, I don't know. It's a Monday night. It's a hazy IPA. 
the bars. So, but it's not. I wouldn't call it, it's not like hazy, hazy. No, it's not. It's and got it's, a little cloud to it, but it's not like a. Thankfully, not a New England IPA or a double New England IPA. Not a knife and fork. Uh, this is this is really easy. And if I remember correctly, they pour this in pints. So they come in pints. <sighs> yes, they come in pints. Yeah, um, uh, it's a it's a big time buy, Josh. I mean, I would be the first person to argue this is not a hazy in any way, shape, or form. Like, this is not soft. This, I mean, look, it's yes. It's not soft. Yeah, I mean, look at it. Yeah, it's it's an unfiltered IPA. But yeah. this is not a hazy IPA. It's closer to Juice Raptor in that way. Oh, yeah, totally. Know? But, I mean, still. No, this is, this is fucking fantastic. Like, thank you for uh, bringing this. And yet again, like. God, I should really leave my fucking house because we have some amazing spots around town, and yet I don't because I don't like people and I'm terrified to go out in public. So. And you're a monster. Yeah, that too. It's time for a straining order gets on the way too. Let's yeah, it's time for I tap. That's pretty simple. Out of the beers that we had on the show, what would we put on our either real or supposed kegerator if we had the option? Jeff, where are you landing? Royal Raptor. Um, forget the fact that I didn't really enjoy most of the rest of the beer that we had on the show. That Royal Raptor just, again, it sings for me. Um, I, I love Death Raptor. I love Juice Raptor. I, I've been singing Monday Night's Praises for a long time. And these beers are, are just, it's just a great example of why I do it. Uh, Royal Raptor, fantastic beer. Love it. I, if I didn't have another <laughs> Monday Night Brewing double IPA on tap right now, I'd say like, oh, yeah, if you gonna, didn't, If you I'll didn't have space, too. yeah, if you didn't have space lettuce already. Yeah, I mean, like you need a fest beer. You know, it's that time of year. So I got a fest beer and space lettuce. It's so good. Nice. Wells. Wells. Uh, it's got to be the Royal Raptor. That's a no-brainer in the slot up. Josh, what are you pulling? He Shit. wants that uh, hop fly. I mean, I really do. That hop fly is really fucking good. You are able to have your own opinion. I know I am, but the Royal Raptor just it it. It crushed. It's it absolutely good. crushed. But good. that hot fly is right up there. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, wow, we had two clean sweeps this episode. That's... Well, then you go the one before we did a clean sweep last episode, or the two episodes ago. Yeah. Wow. Which was also a Monday night. Which I, just pointed that out. Huh. 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 Maybe, maybe we like Monday night a little maybe, bit. Maybe maybe they're onto something. Maybe they've kind of figured this whole beer thing out. Maybe a little bit. So, uh, Jeff, we're at the end of the show. Where are we at, man? Come check us out on the interwebs. Uh, crapbeercast.com. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, everybody else that's got a thing. Every now and then somebody will be like, hey, are you on this thing? And I'll be like, never heard of them. I go and I look and I'm like, oh, we're not on there. And so I add us on that one. So, you know, odds are if uh, you've got a podcatcher kind of thing that you like to use, if we're not on there... Reach out to us. Contact at crapbeercast.com, facebook.com slash crapbeercast. Um, or pro tip, if you are on one of those and we're not on there, our public URL for the show is just listen.craftbeercast.com. That probably should work on most of your podcatchers. That's right. Yeah. So it's all six and one half dozen the other, but check us out. Come to Roasting for Research. You'll see me from 12 to 2 roasting and shucking oysters. Probably more roasting than shucking, but it's all good. Wells, where can they find you? You can find me on the Instagrams at all the wells and, I don't know, where else? Places. Probably Monday night. Probably Monday <laughs> night, sometimes. Usually on Thursdays, though. Okay. Josh, where are you? Besides right here, uh, rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Tell a friend, tell somebody. You've been listening to us for... 
500 plus episodes, 10 plus years. We've got a subreddit slash our craft slash craft beer cast. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash craft beer cast. Kick us a shekel or two if you like what we do. Um, we don't have tushy ads or whatever new bed is hot at the moment. I can't keep up with the beds anymore. Tushy. It's it's too much. So, uh, yeah. Other than that, we will talk to you all next Thursday. Wee, 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 wee.